It's Christine and Kaylee with Brain Grub. Feeding your brain. Oh, welcome back. How are you, Kaylee? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself, Christine? I'm doing pretty well. Excellent. I'm not, I really am feeling like uh, this weather, I'm over it. I would take cold and sunny to this. Yeah. We've entered what I call the gray season. Yeah. I know. Ohio has a gray season. For sure. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So far, no snow, really, to speak of. Really? Yeah. No. So, and I do feel like it's pretty warm out there. So probably should just, you know, be quiet. Yep. Okay. But the important thing we're talking about is really the gray today. Yes. Okay. And because we are in the season of the gray, Mm -hmm. we are going to talk a little bit about seasonal affective disorder. So this might sound like something I'm just making up, right? The sad, sad sad disorder. But seasonal affective disorder is actually a real thing, right? Mm -hmm. So many people go through sort of periods of time that they feel sad or not like themselves how sometimes their mood changes and it begins and ends with the seasons right so people may start to feel down when the days are shorter in the fall and winter right when you hit the gray season Mm -hmm. and they may begin to feel better in the spring with longer daylight hours right Mm. this is not just because it's winter and it's dark outside but part of it is right Right. our mood changes and our um, we're more stressed right and this can really impact the way you think and feel and handle daily activities so if you've noticed differences right or changes Mm. in your mood and behavior whenever the season changes you may have um, seasonal affective disorder right which is an actual type of depression okay Okay, so in most cases, sad symptoms start in the late fall or the early winter and they go away during the spring or the summer. And this may be known as kind of the Saturn, uh, I'm sorry, the winter pattern sad. I want to be the Saturn pattern, but that's wrong. Um, Or winter depression, right? So some people may experience depressive episodes during the spring and winter or the summer months, but this would not be that sad, right? This would not be seasonal affective disorder. So if you're having more mood cycling Mm -hmm. right that might be a different kind of mood disorder okay but a specific you know when you when it hits winter and you're starting to feel really depressed and you're feeling you know down in the dumps and your mood is in the tank this may be because you're really having a seasonal depression right so during that time period so Tell us a little bit about, um, so we kind of looked up, right? right. So you looked up some specifics about Ohio because right. we do have a gray season we here, do, right? We're not sure. Oha- we're not Hawaii. No, no. Yeah. And so what did you find about um, Ohioans and seasonal affective? Yeah, so being in Ohio, especially the northern part of Ohio, we're used to, you know, the winters, the sun, um, sorry, the sh- getting our shovels out, our salts, mm-hmm. getting our furnaces, mm-hmm. furnaces serviced in the okay. fall, all those kinds of things. The preparation. The preparations. But by October, we also know that it's going to be a little bit colder, a little bit grayer. Snow okay. might be around the Ugh. corner. Okay. Yeah. Um, sometimes winter blues might be. So is winter blues and sad the same thing or similar? So you can have winter blues, not necessarily would be a seasonal affective disorder, but winter blues still can be a piece of it, right? Where you're still feeling pretty down. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's it's maybe not you're not having all of the same depression symptoms. Okay. 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 But good question. Okay. Um, so yes, it usually starts in fall. It gets worse in the winter, and it typically ends in the spring. Okay. Um, it can affect up to ten to twenty percent of the Ohioan popula- population. Okay. And some five percent suffer from a more severe form of sad. Okay. 
women mm-hmm. make up nearly 75% of sad cases in the actual U- United States. Okay. Um, it affects mostly people in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. Mm-hmm. And according to the Cleveland Clinic, um, common signs of seasonal affective disorder are sadness, anxiety, irritability, loss of interest in usual activities, okay, um, a withdrawal from social activities, inability to concentrate, extreme fatigue, and a lack of energy. Okay. Um, a Leaden, kind of mm-hmm. a feeling of like ugh, heaviness. Yeah, heaviness in your limbs. Okay. Um, an increased need for sleep. Uh, craving the carbs accompanied by weight gain and increased desire to be alone. Okay. All right. So those are some of those symptoms. Mm-hmm. When we come back, I, we're gonna I'm gonna spend some time talking about an you know like the actual uh, specific diagnosis, right? Um, the symptoms for that, what you can look out for, and then we'll dig into. Um, what do you do, right? right. Um, if you are starting to feel like this, how could you go and get treatment? Um, and uh, when we come back, we'll also talk about what are the treatments and how you can just kind of move towards getting through right. and feeling better during the winter season. Mm-hmm. Okay, when we come back right after this break. <laughs> Hey, everybody. So before the break, we were talking about seasonal affective disorder, right? So if this is the first time you're hearing this, tune in. Yeah. Okay. So what is it, right? So Mm -hmm. seasonal affective disorder, SAD, um, is not considered a separate disorder. Okay. Okay. But it's a type of depression characterized by its recurrent seasonal patterns Mm -hmm. with symptoms lasting about four to five months of the year. Right. So you're not having, you know this these depression symptoms during the summertime they're really connected to that wintertime blues and like we mentioned before the break um there's a percentage of people in ohio that really experience this more so or even have severe symptoms Mm -hmm. because we have less sunshine here right we have the the gray winter time all right so the signs of and symptoms of sad include those associated with major depression and they have some specific symptoms that are different for winter pattern sad and even a summer pattern sad, which oh. we're going to talk about, right? So not every person with seasonal affective disorder will experience all of the symptoms, okay? okay. But, okay, so I'm going to just break down a little bit. So if you, so major depression symptoms, okay, so not seasonal depression, but major depression. So really um, depression that lasts uh, nearly every day, right, mm-hmm. for uh, at least a couple weeks, Okay. okay. They, you lose interest in activities. You experience changes in your appetite. So you might have a weight gain, a weight loss. You will feel sluggish or you might feel really agitated. You have low energy. You have difficulty concentrating. You might even ha- feel hopeless or worthless or even contemplate suicide. And that is a major mm-hmm. depression, right? Okay. Okay. So with winter pattern seasonal depression, these uh, symptoms that are specific for SAD would include oversleeping, so a hypersomnia. So you're sleeping 12, 14 hours a day, and you just are feeling really sluggish, right? Mm. So you might be really uh, overeating, and you mentioned this, that particular cravings for carbs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so typically with seasonal uh 
depression. You aren't having weight loss. It usually is accompanied with gaining weight because okay. you're really carbon out. You're carb loading. Yeah. Right. Right. And you oftentimes have like a seasonal withdrawal. So like a hibernation. So think about like a okay. the bear hibernation. But this isn't because you just want to like cozy up in your, you know, snuggie and watch Netflix. It's because you're you're feeling depressed, you're feeling sad, right? You're feeling sluggish. You want to just sleep for all winter and come out when it's springtime, okay? Okay? So if you have any kind of summertime sadness, right, this could be the flip because, again, Mm. think about it. Lots of sunlight, right? Right. So you might have trouble sleeping, so you have, like, more of insomnia. Mm. You could have poor appetite and even some resulting in weight loss, Right. So if this is happening to you just during the summertime, it may not be because you're getting your summer bod on. Right. It might be you're really actually feeling you are still feeling depressed along with these kind of specific symptoms. Right. Mm -hmm. So relentless feeling of just agitation. So a lot of anxiety or even episodes of feeling um, agitated or even uh, could be violent behavior, right? So if you are experiencing these and you're thinking like, oh my gosh, every winter I feel feel like this. It could not just be because it's winter. It could be because you are actually experiencing a seasonal affective disorder, right? You are experiencing sadness during the Mm -hmm. winter time. And there are definitely some things that you can do. So... What I mean, if if you're, you know, person and thinking about listening to us right now and you're like, gosh, I don't I think I might have this. Like, how could someone go about trying to get diagnosed? Kaylee? Yes. So um, talk to your primary caregiver. Your, I'm sorry, primary care provider. OK. Or even a mental health specialist about your concerns. They may have you fill out specific questionnaires to determine if your symptoms meet the criteria for criteria for SAD. Okay. Um, And to be diagnosed with SAD, a person Mm -hmm. must meet the following criteria. One, they must have symptoms of major depression or the more specific symptoms that Christine just mentioned. Okay. Um, The depressive episodes must occur during specific seasons. Example, only during the winter months or only during the summer months for at least two consecutive years. However... Not all people with SAD do experience symptoms every year. Okay. Hmm. Um, The episode must be much more frequent than other depressive episodes that the person may have had at any other times of the year during their lifetime. Okay. So you, it is going to be, you know, a a seasonal pattern, right? Right. And like I mentioned before, if it's this kind of waxing and waning Mm -hmm. um, and it's not in a seasonal pattern, you may still have a mood disorder, but it may not be a seasonal affective disorder right, right? okay sad. um and who develops that well um it typically affects people in the northern united states uh, millions Ooh. of americans suffer from this okay. um, but they might not know they have the condition um it occurs much more often in women than men mm-hmm. and um why it affects us in the north is because there's shorter daylight hours in the winter time um, for example, people living in Alaska or New England may be more likely to develop SAD than people living in Florida. Okay. And in most cases, SAD begins when you're younger. Okay, that makes sense. And mm-hmm. honestly, I will say that I do know somebody that lives in Hawaii that also does have SAD, like okay. has seasonal affective disorder. And they do, um, you know, they do need to make sure that they are getting kind of treatment because mm-hmm. even in Hawaii where there's a lot of SAD. Yeah. 
they do experience a seasonal depression. So okay. that it's, you know, not, but definitely right. with the Northern Hemisphere, we're not getting as much sunshine. Yeah. We're just not. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Um, it's more common in people with major depressive disorder or bipolar disorder, especially bipolar 2 disorder, which is associated with reoccurrent depressive and hypomanic episodes, like less severe than the full blown manic episodes, typical okay. of bipolar 1 disorder. Um, and additionally, people with SAD tend to have other mental disorders, such as ADHD, an eating disorder, an anxiety disorder, maybe even a panic disorder. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's kind of who could develop it. Mm -hmm. And again, if you are thinking that you know, this could be you, it's worth it, right? To talk right. to your primary care doctor, call a behavioral health provider. No need to suffer in silence, right? Right. No. Don't suffer in silence. If you are feeling this way or you're having some hibernation over the winter time, reach out so you can get some help, right? Yes. So scientists really don't understand what causes SAD, hmm. right? Um, mm -hmm. So research indicates that people with SAD really may have reduced activity in their brain neurochemistry, so reduced serotonin, okay. and really that helps to regulate our mood, right? And it also, um, research also suggests that sunlight controls the level of molecules, right, to help maintain that serotonin level. So um, the regulation does not function properly a lot of times with people in SAD, which may result in just decreased serotonin levels in the winter, right? Okay. So think about it. You're not getting enough sunshine, which mm -hmm. is not producing enough serotonin. Mm -hmm. And if your body isn't regulating serotonin, wah, wah, bad mood. Right. Right. So other findings suggest that people with SAD really produce too much melatonin, which is really that, you know, hormone that helps us sleep, right? It right. maintains our normal sleep-wake cycles. So if you have an overproduction of melatonin, it really increases sleepiness. So again, too much melatonin. Mm-hmm happy time yeah right and think about it if it's not enough melatonin you know insomnia right. can't sleep okay so both serotonin and melatonin really help to maintain our body's daily rhythms right our sleep wake cycle circadian rhythms if you've ever heard about this mm -hmm. um, and that ties into our just seasonal day daytime nighttime cycle right right so people with sad um, and the changes in their serotonin and their melatonin levels because of less sunlight right. and difficulty with um, you know kind of regulating that in their bodies really have a disruption in their normal daily rhythms Okay, so as a result, they can't adjust um, to the seasonal changes, the day lengthen the sunlight, mm -hmm. right, the amount of sleep, their mood, and it creates these behavioral and mood changes, right? Okay. Yeah, so it's a real thing, right? Yeah. So deficits in vitamin D also make things worse. Right? right? So these problems, um, because vitamin D is believed to promote serotonin activity, in addition to the vitamin T, D consumed with our diet, our body is producing vitamin D with the sunshine. Uh -huh. Right? So, uh, again, less sunshine in the winter. People develop lower levels of vitamin D, hindering serotonin mm. activity, increasing melatonin production. Bum, bum, bum. Wow. Sad mood. It's a surprise is not more people have it. I agree. And honestly, to be honest, there probably is a lot more people right. that have it. And, you know, we've just called it like the winter blues, right? right? Like the gray time, mm -hmm. right? You just kind of suck it up and deal with it, right? You right. you kind of just suck, suck through it. Mm -hmm. um, but honestly, I do think it affects a lot more people. And I will tell you, like in our practice, mm -hmm. if you go down the hall in the winter time, almost all of us, right? Like we all have our little <laughs> sad lights on. 
helping yep. us get a little more sunshine, which we're going to talk about, right? Yes. Later in uh, today's show. But um, yeah, I think you're right. I think it definitely impacts more people mm-hmm. um, because, again, if you're here in Ohio, unless you're going to like the tanning bed, which I don't recommend because, again, cancer, yeah. right? Um, but I do know people that actually do that. Again, not recommending it, but I do know people that do that because they're 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 craving mm-hmm. sunshine. Yeah. Right? It's it's the reason why people fly to Florida during right. winter, right? They're just trying to get some sunshine. So you want to think about because so those negative thoughts, those negative feelings are really impacting, right? The the lower serotonin, the lower vitamin D. Um, it's just really associated with that limitation and stressors, right? Which right. are among people with SAD. So it's unclear what is the chicken and the egg, right? Right. The cause and the effect. But I will say it makes sense. Yeah, when you it think does. about like, okay, we have less sunshine hours, mm-hmm. our body is making a lot of vitamin D. Right. Mm-hmm. Then our body is not producing, helping produce or, or keep that serotonin level high. Got it. Now we're going to have an increased right. production of melatonin, which make us tired. Right. Got it. It makes sense. And our serotonin levels drop. So we have a bad mood. Right. So mm-hmm. it's just ugh, not great. Mm-mm. OK. So, again, if you are thinking about this or you were just like, you know what? I just thought I hated winter. <laughs> hmm. This it's okay, and, and not to say like oh gosh you have a diet you have a right, no. disorder and um, you need to get treatment. However, again, if you find that you are having seasonal affective disorder, you're having some sad, mm-hmm. and you think like wow I this, I don't know that I want to keep healing this way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there are things that you can do to help kind of regulate your serotonin levels, your vitamin D, and your uh, melatonin to help get you through those winter months in a, a more balanced way, right? A better yeah. mood. So when we come back from the break, we're going to start talking a little bit about, like, how do we treat this? Yes. Right? So now if you're recognizing this as you, how can you treat it to get through this winter months? Because guess what? We're here. We are. We're here. And so you know, I mean, again, not to make people feel yuck, but we're going to have the sad months for the next three, four, four months, yeah. right? December, January, February, usually like till March-ish. Okay. And I know um, I hear this from lots of people. Once it hits February, it's rough to try to get through those last months or so, right? Yes. By February, people are like, I'm over it. Yep. Okay. So hopefully when we come back from break, we can give you some tips of how can you treat this, right? What can you do at home? Mm -hmm. Where can you go to get treatment to help get you through the winter months of of sadness if you do think you're having sad? And then where... um, how you can move forward from there. Okay, so when we come right back, right after this break. All right, so before the break, we were talking about the symptoms of seasonal affective disorder, SAD. And um, we were talking about uh, maybe the reasons why, right? Sort of the research behind what causes it, mm-hmm. right? And I think it makes a whole lot of sense. It does. It does. Um, I love how our bodies work, right? right? <laughs> Brain chemistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, um, understanding what is going on in your brain, right, in your chemistry in your body mm-hmm. is a good way to help you understand what could help Yeah. with treatment. Exactly. All right. So tell us a little bit about kind of what are the treatments out there mm-hmm. that could help with somebody who might be having seasonal affective disorder. Okay. So there's four main categories okay. that they can be used alone or in a combination. Okay. There's light therapy, uh-huh. psychotherapy, mm-hmm. 
antidepressant medications, and vitamin D. Vitamin D. Yes. Okay. So you want to talk to your healthcare provider about which treatment or combination of treatments is best for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. So let's talk about light therapy. Okay. So since the 1980s, light therapy has been a mainstay for the treatment of SAD. Okay. It, aim, it aims to expose people with SAD to a bright light every day to make up for the diminished natural sunshine in the darker months. Okay. So like I said tanning salon right right but again not recommending this no. the reason is, is because it has light that is actually bad for us right yeah. mm-hmm. all right so tell us a little about these treatments yeah so the person sits in front of a very bright light box mm-hmm. ten thousand lux every mm-hmm. day for about 30 to 45 minutes usually first thing in the morning from fall to spring okay the light boxes which are about 20 times brighter than ordinary indoor light filter out the potentially damaging uv UV light, mm-hmm. making this a safe treatment for most. Okay. However, All right. people with certain eye diseases or people taking certain medications that increase sensitivity to sunlight may need to use alternative treatments or use light therapy under medical supervision. Okay, awesome. So I want to mention this really quickly. Mm-hmm. If you're like, oh, wait, what are those lights? Okay, so you can get a pretty, and like I mentioned, like a lot of people in the team, right? Yes. And our team have these lights and they come out in the winter time and you see all of them in the, in the morning time with their little sunshines on mm-hmm. and their their offices. Now, if you do get one of these lights, you do want to check it out just to make sure that it is okay. Like you're not taking a medication or, right. or you don't take some kind of thing that be counter uh, intuitive for this, right? Right. However, if you do decide to get one, you do want one that has 10,000 lux. That's a full spectrum light okay. minus the UV lights. Mm-hmm. And I really do encourage people to get one that has an automatic turn off. Here's why. If you get too much of this, mm-hmm. you're going to throw yourself into the other side oh, of the house. Oh, right? I see. Okay. Okay. Too much sunlight means you're not sleeping at night. Right. Okay. So we're looking for balance. Mm-hmm. Yes, we right? are. We're, not, we're looking for balance. We're not looking to throw you in one way or the other. Right. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, um, the Mayo Clinic has really, if you just Google Mayo Clinic light, light therapy, they have a light therapy center and they have lots of research and and information about light therapy the different types of light spectrums what they're used for and then what the recommendations are for seasonal affective disorder so nice um if you're checking this out Mm -hmm. it definitely is one to go dig into more okay all right yeah so talk therapy talk therapy yes okay so (laughs) coming to psychotherapy or talk therapy also can be very beneficial right so Mm -hmm. um Cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, is a type of talk therapy that's really aimed at helping people learn to cope, right, with difficult situations. So specifically with CBT, right, for people with SAD, right, CBT for SAD, um, there are specific kind of groups that you can get along in or um, sessions that really focus on replacing those negative thoughts related to the winter, like I hate the gray season with more Hmm. positive or neutral thoughts, right? Okay. Okay. So really it's using also a process that's called behavioral activation, which is really identifying specific behaviors that help you improve your mood and then doing those behaviors, right? So um, engaging, scheduling pleasant activities, engaging in indoor or outdoor activities that combat combat the loss of energy, right? So Mm -hmm. maybe going to do winter skiing, 
or oh, okay. um, joining, you know, aerobics or some sort of like Zumba class inside, right? Mm. Something that's going to help build the energy. So uh, researchers really compared CBT with light therapy and both treatments were equally effective in proving sad mm. symptoms. So that's why I think you mentioned before, you could do one of these, all of these, mm-hmm. a combo, et cetera, right? So some symptoms seem to get better a little faster with actual light therapy than cognitive behavioral therapy, right? Because again, we've talked about this, those little negative Nancys and Neils in our minds, right? Right. Are difficult to combat. They are. Where light therapy is going to work on those, our neurochemistry, right? So mm-hmm. a little bit better, uh, or a little bit might, might work a little bit faster, right? right? However, the long-term study really shows that people with seasonal affective disorder um, for more than two winters, right, had most positive effects with cognitive behavioral therapy, and that seemed to last longer over time than okay. just using the light therapy. That makes sense. So I'll be honest. I, I, if it was me, I would be like, let's do a combo. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Combo. Makes sense. All right. So other things um, you could also talk about um, with your doctor, right, medications. And mm. these would be the similar medications that you would use to pre I'm sorry, to treat depression, right? Okay. So um, because we know that um, seasonal affective disorder has symptoms of depression, right? Mm -hmm. Using a medication to treat those symptoms, right? So really mainly something that's going to boost your serotonin, most likely. Makes sense, right? Serotonin's low. We're going to give it a little boost. Mm -hmm. That can help to treat those symptoms. Again, you want to talk about... um, this with your doctor right you just don't want to throw some things at it but talk to your doctor about if you're feeling you having seasonal depressive disorder talk about you know is it major depression is it seasonal what could be um, a medication that would work for you that maybe isn't working against any other things you're taking Mm -hmm. and this could be another avenue to help boost your mood and get you through those winter months yes all right. Exactly. Any other things, Kaylee, that yes. just for other treatments? Vitamin D. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is an easy one, right? It is. Yeah. All right. So talk to, talk to us about vitamin D. Because many people with SAD often have vitamin D deficiency, mm-hmm. nutritional supplements of vitamin D may help improve their symptoms. Okay. However, mm-hmm. studies testing whether vitamin D is effective in SAD treatment have produced mixed findings, with some results indicating that it is an it is as effective as light therapy, but others detecting no effect. Okay. So again, vitamin D, you do want to talk to your doctors about. I know that yeah. sounds weird because it's a vitamin and you're like, ah, I can just take a vitamin over the counter. I can get it at Meyer. Again, mm. all vitamins, right? You want, you can take too much of. Exactly. Yep. So you want to, I mean, your doctor can actually do a, a blood test to determine your levels of vitamin D and can, and can tell you how much you should be taking to get you at an optimal level. Okay. Mm-hmm. So too much vitamin D is going to do you, do you wrong. Right. Too little vitamin D do you wrong. Right. So you want to find out with your doctor. And I mean, it sometimes if you have very severe low vitamin D, they may have you come and do kind of an actual like infusion mm-hmm. of vitamin D. Mm-hmm. Um, and you that does need to be monitored. So yes. again, don't just willy nilly these, no, right? Do not. But also don't just ignore it. Please don't. Right? Just right. check it out. Yes. Okay. So when we come back, we're going to just talk about how you might try to prevent this you know, in the future, mm-hmm. right? And um, any and some clinical trial studies in case you're interested in learning more about seasonal affective disorder. Okay, when we come back right after this break.
So we're back. All right. So before we were talking about, you know, treatments for seasonal affective disorder. And uh, we're just going to try to wrap up this hour a little bit, just talking about can it be prevented? Mm -hmm. And then if you're interested in learning more um, or even participating in potential uh, studies about this, where can you get involved? So tell us a little bit, Kaylee, like, can it be prevented? Um, Because the timing of the onset of winter pattern SAD is so predictable, people with a history might benefit from starting the treatments mentioned that we just mentioned earlier Mm -hmm. um, before the fall to help prevent or reduce the depression. Okay, so, you know, it's kind of like preparation, right? We know tax day is coming. Yes, exactly. All right, so, okay, Um, good. But to date, very few studies have investigated the question, can SAD be prevented? Okay. Um, And existing studies have found no convincing evidence that starting light therapy or psychotherapy ahead of time could prevent the onset of depression. Okay, so it may not be preventable. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, The antidepressant bupropion that prevented SAD in study participants um, was a preventive treatment, but it also had a higher risk of side effects. I gotcha. Okay, so there are some studies that say it helped, but side effects too. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. So really, you got to talk with your doctor and right. then maybe just know it's not preventable. It's about, it's about managing. Right. Right. Maybe even, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so really maybe initiating treatments before you feel super depressed could be helpful, yeah, right? To kind of manage helpful. you through it. Right. Okay, so and that's maybe, good. Yeah, and maybe even going to um, a therapist and talking, maybe you'll be able to be prepared. No, that when... makes perfect sense, right? Mm-hmm. So start in, you know, September. Right. Don't wait until December to start dealing with this. If you know that each winter you feel sad... Don't wait. Right. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested in doing any kind of clinical stuff or like looking into um, other studies about SAD, mm-hmm. um, the National Institute for Mental Health supports a wide wide range of research, right? Okay. Um, so they also do clinical trials that look at new ways to prevent, detect, and treat all kinds of different conditions, including seasonal defective disorder. Oh, that's nice. So um, although you really um, might individual might benefit from being part of a trial participants really should be aware that the part- the the treatment is really about finding new scientific knowledge right mm-hmm. so um you know sometimes people say oh i want to do this clinical trial because i'll get treatment and not necessarily true so it's just like a little caveat uh, okay um researchers at the national institute for mental health um are around are really r- around throughout the country right and they conduct research in, in all different areas with different patients um and they're all healthy and you know voluntary studies so okay. if you are interested you can just look up the national institute of mental health and mm-hmm. then you look up clinical trials and go, there's a, they have their own page and you can look in your area to see what kind of services or trials or clinical tr- studies you could be a part of if you want to learn more. Okay. All right. So as we draw to a close, mm-hmm. right, we'd like to just really thank you for listening in. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Um, and hoping, again, that the rest of this holiday season and your winter time, you will be able to take some of these tips and strategies, especially if you notice that you're feeling sad, to help you manage and have a more balanced mood throughout the winter season. And again, yes. if you are experiencing these things, Please reach out. Yes, please do. Right? Talk to your doctor. Call your behavioral health provider. Call the Ironwood Center. We're yeah. happy to help you. Um, please reach out. Get some help. Mm-hmm. And um, so you don't have to suffer alone. Yes. Okay. Don't. Enjoy the rest of your week. 
Happy holidays. Yes, we'll talk to you soon. Until next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.